Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. In Bob Thompson, former Sp- uh, Fox Sports president, also has his own company, consultant as well on 365 Sports. Bob, we just had John Wilner on, and in an article he wrote from the Pac-12 hotline, he suggested that if the Pac-12 was to move off of George Klyovkov, that they should call you. Have they called you? No, no, they haven't called. <laughs> you know, John, John told me he was going to write that right before it, he hit sin. And I thought he was kidding. But uh, and I, I don't understand why everybody wants me to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that's likely to happen for a variety of reasons. But there are golf courses that would suffer. Yeah, they would absolutely. <laughs> but but if if they if someone said, "Hey, would you just come help us as a consultant?" Because you do do that. You're an Oregon guy. I mean, you've watched this conference that you love just basically just dissolve. Would that be enough for you to get interested for a little bit? Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll always listen to to somebody, but you know, and I wanted the pack to survive as much as anybody. I think it's important to college football in general. I, I like the regionality of college football. And it seems as though, you know, we've lost a lot of that <clears throat> over the last few years. And it's, it's probably not over. I mean, if anybody thinks they're safe, I think they're <laughs> kind of fooling themselves. I mean, you got to start here in the Big Ten or the SEC and some of the lower performing schools in those conferences. You know, how long is it until, you know, they start eating their own? You know, you, you got to be concerned about that. Bob, what do you see as the end game as conferences get bigger and bigger? Well, I think a lot of it depends on how long the TV money's there to kind of help them with those decisions. And, you know, the media business is in a, quite a difficult place right now. I mean, they're continuing to lose subscribers to their, to their linear networks. And um, I'm not sure that that fuel is – you can, you can consider that that's going to be there forever. So at that point, then you have to start looking at what's, what's the next driver. <clears throat> I think everyone agrees that at this point, it's not going to be streaming. I mean, that might be the case down the road, but I think the PAC 12, at least certainly two of the schools in the PAC 12 um, made their votes when they kind of issued the Apple deal and went for the, kind of the guaranteed NFL model that the Big Ten operates under. Bob, the, the pack had its opportunities. It could have saved itself at a couple of different points. It thought it was going to do that last Friday, but as you saw the news come in on Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten and kind of the nail in the coffin, so to speak, of just the culmination of all that's been talked about the last year or two, what were your thoughts on seeing that move in particular and just kind of the, the dissolution of what we knew the pack to be? Well, I think when I talked with you guys a week or 10 days ago, I, I, I mentioned that I, I thought they could survive if the four corner schools left. Um, I think at that point, Colorado had already made their decision, but 
once Oregon and Washington left, uh, you know, that, that was what was left of the kind of the conference in terms of brand name. And it, it was, it was very sad. You know, I, I'm an Oregon grad, but I'm a Pac-12 fan and I'm happy to see that Oregon is going to have a place to play in a relevant conference. But I'm also sad to see the Pac-12 end this way. I don't, I don't think it had to be that way. I think the conference administration and the conference presidents made a number of mistakes over the years that could have been avoided and that they could, you know, if, if they hadn't made those mistakes, they, they would be in a different place than they are now, which is, you know, four schools looking for a home. Bob Thompson with us, 365 Sports. Did the Pac-12 lack, and Wilner just said this, lack people who ran colleges who did not understand athletics? Robbins, Schultz, and that's about it. Well, you know, it's it's hard for me to say that presidents and chancellors change so often these days. Um, you know, virtually none of them are around who I dealt with, you know, 10 years ago. And so they're not uh, positions where people stay in them a long time, kind of like coaches. You know, they, they tend to move around a lot. So, um, and they don't always have, you know, a background, you know, with athletics as part of their core curriculum. So it's a, it's a difficult thing for, for them to understand. And they tend to delay, 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 and then maybe make some decisions, but they're not always quick to, to pull the trigger when they should. And I think that's what creates a problem for, for a lot of these conferences. Bob, is there a reasonable path financially forward for the ACC, ESPN, and Stanford and Cal, and Ross Dellinger is reporting now, maybe even SMU, into that deal to where it makes sense where everybody's going to see a, a bump from that and not just a little bit of a, a, a travel cost increase in the contract? I, I saw Ross's, Ross's story, and, and it's, you know, looked at the, the Stanford Cal parts of the ACC, and I think it, it makes some sense for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, ESPN, I'm sure, would like to try and figure out a way to get them more money, but ESPN is also, you know, pretty happy probably with the contract they signed a number of years ago that runs through 2034, 36, I think it is. But if you add Stanford Cal, you add SMU, you know, is that a way for you to potentially – uh, increase the distribution for the ACC network, which would create found dollars for the conference and for ESPN. And maybe those, some of those found dollars, you know, end up in a purport, higher proportion of it ends up in, in the ACC schools as opposed to ESPN. That could be one of the reasons they would look at something along those lines. If you're the Big 12, uh, and obviously you have to discuss this with your TV partners, of course, but are they fat and happy now with the recent moves that have been made? I mean, that's eight schools added in the last couple of years, four in just the last week, or are you sitting there still with a little bit of an appetite and, and waiting to see what else goes on other parts in the country? I, I'm, you know, Brett uh, doesn't seem to be the shy retiring type. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would think he's still, you know, probably got some ideas. I don't know where the networks are at as far as continuing to, to fund his ideas. Um, clearly, he wants to be on the West Coast. Clearly, he wants to have a presence in New York, and I'm not talking about 
Rucker Park. I'm talking about a, you know, playing games in the garden. And, uh, you know, he's going to emphasize basketball. So he's just got to figure out a way to pay for pay for what he wants. And, uh, again, I'm not sure that the networks are necessarily going to want to fund those initiatives. But, you know, maybe there's maybe there are other outlets out there that would. Bob, I don't know this. Mac Rowe's going to join us here in about an hour, and I was going to ask him this. I've heard that the incoming schools in the Big 12 are going to get a full share. We knew about Colorado, 31.7, and whatever that number might be overall, counting everything, like 44, 45, 50 million, whatever that is. But ESPN had the pro rata. Uh, I don't think Fox did. Have you heard anything about whether or not they decided, nope, we'll chip in what we need to to get all four of them to the Big 12? I have not heard that. I mean, I know Brett McMurphy was talking about that they had agreed on the first two, but not necessarily on the next two. Uh, I, I know, you know, historically at Fox, we were not fans of automatic ads, mm-hmm. uh, but certainly it's something that we would negotiate uh, with the conference at any, you know, any point in time. But uh, I'm not sure exactly how that worked. I did read the same, you know, information that, that you've seen that, that everybody was going to get the 31-7 on average. You got to remember, that's on average. They're right. probably starting in the 28, and they're probably going to end at 35, and that 31-7 is probably, you know, the middle year. So, I, you know, he's got – maybe Fox didn't pay, maybe they did. You got to remember, Brett's sitting on $100 million from Texas and OU. Um, that pays for a few – yeah, a, a few, a few mil. I'm going to ask Mac about that when we have him. I was going to ask that same question. Bob Thompson with us on 365 Sports. Well, I didn't even think about that part, uh, Bob. About you know having that money that you could uh, use to expand with. How um, do you see the competition heading? Like as far as TV contracts, probably early on in this, you know, trying to make your your brand statement. If you're the Big 12, if you're everybody else changing, as now there's one less conference to worry about when it's competing. Do you think you will see more aggressive like things like the ES, ESPN does with the SEC, the Big 12, of of trying to make sure your brand is out there so that five, six, seven years from now um, they're in a, supposedly a better position to negotiate? I would think, given all the movement, there's going to be um, – some significant rebranding of a number of these conferences. I know Brett Norman's already talked about kind of refreshing the, the whole Big 12 brand. Um, I don't know about name changes. Um, <laughs> um, they, you know, they quit counting correctly a few years back. So um, I don't know that that's an issue, but I do think you're going to want to make a presence, your presence felt across the country because it's not just regional anymore. You're national in scope and you need to kind of have that kind of a branding across the country. The other thing I think that everybody's going to have to take a real hard look at is, you know, how the CFP is going to be structured going forward. This, this whole idea of uh, how, are, are there going to be automatic, automatic bids or is it just going to be the top 12 rated school? You know, I can tell you, what, what the Big Ten and the SEC are probably looking at. And it's probably not what the ACC and the Big 12 and certainly not the Pac-12 are going to be thinking about. So there's going to be, you know, all, all we've done is we've got, you know, uh, auto bids for the next couple of years. Beyond that, it's still kind of an open negotiation. So uh, I think people are going to start uh, getting, you know, trying to figure out how to put themselves in the best position so that when we get to the CFP negotiations, 
they're kind of, you know, at the forefront and, and have their brand out there. And it's truly identifiable and, and it's synonymous with top, top tier football. Bob, last thing for you. We appreciate your time. Phoenix and Scottsdale and Glendale and Tucson, et cetera, with ASU and Arizona. But obviously that's a pro sports town like Denver is near Colorado, but it is a market. How much of Phoenix in that area is an ASU and Arizona market when you when it comes to eyeballs, in your opinion? Uh, ASU seems to have more predominance here, at least certainly in, in my part of town. Uh, you know, Arizona is just not quite quite at the same level, but they're still both very very popular within the state, and and the, and the fans are, you know, they're it's just like Oregon and Oregon State and. I don't know if there's anything like Utah and BYU, but uh, there's a lot of competition between Arizona State and Arizona. And uh, I think while I may know probably no more Arizona grads that or Arizona State grads, the Arizona grads I know are, are, are very loud and powerful. Thank you, sir. Uh, if you do, by the way, change your mind on that Pac-12 commissioner's job, send me a text, would you? We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you guys will be the first to know. <laughs> Bob Thompson from day one has been amazing with us. Yeah, they. If, if Bob says no. Uh, you, you have three guys we could recommend, all of them at the same level with Bob and Jim and, and also Patrick Crates. We appreciate his time. Have you subscribed to our YouTube channel? Search 365 Sports on YouTube. Brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life.